You're listening to The Ultimate Creative, a podcast designed to help creative entrepreneurs like you manage your multiple careers, expand your skill sets, and get more done. I'm your host, Emily Milling, founder and chief creative officer of The Ultimate Creative. Hey everyone, it's Emily Milling with The Ultimate Creative, and today I want to talk about how to be motivated. We're dealing with a very insane situation right now where motivation is kind of coming and going in little bits and starts. Being motivated in the first place is incredibly difficult, and it can take years to finally get off your butt and do a thing that you've been talking about for years. Case in point, these podcasts and videos that I've been talking about wanting to do for years. I think a lot of the lack of motivation to do this comes from the fact that I'm still pretty shy. I'm quite shy, and I'm not really sure how this is all going to turn out. So I'm very hesitant to do it. And I'm set, when I was setting up all of my lights and my audio gear and everything, I had a pit in my stomach. And the only person that's in this room right now is me. But I'm so freaked out, and I really don't understand why. I have no problem being on camera. I have no problem talking to people about my thoughts. I just guess I don't record my thoughts, or I don't know. It just feels like the stakes are so high. The stakes feel really high. Because I think I've created this in my head, that the stakes are high. And when you've created something in your head that becomes so big and you feel like it's all or nothing or, and if you suck, it's just all going to be over, it's incredibly hard to motivate yourself to actually do that thing, right? So today what I really want to talk about is how to be motivated at different levels of energy. I'm talking like full-on horrible depression slump, all the way up to like super jazzed, yeah, all right, I'm ready to go, but not focusing my energy on this specific thing that I gotta do. The first one that I'm gonna talk about is how to be motivated during a major slump, and I'm sure a lot of people are feeling a major slump right now. This is like the situation where you're lying on your couch and you're not able to do much more than that, you don't realize how much time has gone by and you've watched 12 episodes of The Walking Dead just to make yourself feel a little bit worse about life. You didn't get up to go to the bathroom that whole time. You're not able to physically move. You're so you're so in it that getting out of it feels like a complete impossibility, like it'll never happen. The way that I try to get myself motivated when I'm in this type of situation where I just cannot be bothered to even cook myself food and I'm just eating like crackers for dinner. The way that I try to get myself out of this is to just start by noticing little things. And I'm not, I don't even mean, you don't have to act on any of this. You just have to notice things. You have to notice like, how do you feel when you finally get the motivation to get up, to go to the cupboard, to get yourself a cracker to eat? What is that feeling that is propelling you forward. And think about this too. An object in motion likes to stay in motion. An object at rest likes to stay at rest. When you are in a major slump or in a depression, your mind and your body are in this setting where you have to expend as little energy as possible in order to survive. It's, it is a survival thing. And I've been there so many millions of times. So when you're feeling even marginally motivated in this phase it's really important to pay attention to the shifts in energy in your body when you are able to get up and walk out and go to the bathroom. Just noticing is the first step to this. You don't have to do anything other than that. You just have to be 
aware of it. And the more awareness that you bring to it, the easier it's going to be to act on it when you're feeling better. And I will emphasize that, you know, if you're feeling, if you're in a depression, if you're really feeling awful, you don't need to be forcing yourself to do things right now. You just don't. There's so much going around in this whole coronavirus thing about like, if you don't come out with six pack abs, you're just, uh, you're doing this wrong. That's not true at all. We're all dealing with a horrible situation. And this isn't going to be the last time that you're going to feel this. I mean, hopefully it won't be because of a global pandemic, but you're going to go through phases in your life where you are not able to motivate yourself to do things. And you have to know that it's okay to just be, you know, for a little while. Um, when you're, when you're starting to feel like this is, I gotta, I gotta start, I gotta go again. Um, this is where you start. You got to just notice the little bursts of energy that you're feeling here and there and pay attention to how your body feels and pay attention to how your mind reacts to that. And that leads me into the second step, which is looking for little bursts of energy when you're able to, and then acting on them. So bring back that idea of an object at rest likes to stay at rest, and an object in motion likes to stay in motion. When you are in motion, meaning when you are getting up to get yourself a cracker, see if you can push it a little bit further to make yourself a salad or make yourself a sandwich. I don't know, put toast in the toaster. Don't just eat something out of a bag, right? Do something to prepare food for yourself. This is like a very basic level, but you're you're emerging out of the slump. You're emerging out of a depression and you're getting further into being able to do anything, period. Keep this in mind because up until now, you've been noticing whether or not you feel any sort of energy or any sort of motivation whatsoever. Now you need to take it one step further and you have to start actually moving forward. You have to like physically moving forward. You have to go to the bathroom. You have to shower. You have to do more physical movements with yourself. And you can apply this to other things too. So I love running. I've always loved running, but I don't run all the time because I just stop. I'll just stop randomly. I'll be like, oh, it's too cold or it's too hot, whatever. I don't know. And it takes so much longer to get back into running after such a long time and to get back to the level that I was at. But if I keep running, if I keep going, I don't feel like it's so much work to continue. Do you know what I'm saying? The other thing about running that I'm going to pull into this is that it gives me such a good feeling. It gives me such a good feeling of energy, like I can do anything. I feel super powerful. I try to take that energy when I need to do something that I really don't want to do and it's really hard on me, and I try to apply that yes feeling to it because that's what's going to get me through it. We all have to do stuff we don't want to do. Showering is hard sometimes, but you got to do it because you deserve to be clean. And also, you deserve to have good food. You know, cook yourself some good food. If you're wondering how this applies to like being a creative multi-hyphenate person, you're probably listening to the wrong show. I'm joking. This is gonna, this is, this stuff applies to like anybody who, who experiences life, but especially people who have a lot of different careers and who get really down on themselves when they can't do all the things that they thought that they could do. So bear with me, stay with me. We're going to talk about a couple of other ways to be motivated when things are normal. You're in motion, you're continuing your projects, but things like, oh, life is getting in the way of things. Like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm going to just go to my friend's, like, cool party instead of working on the project, which I really should finish, but I really don't want to because I just, like, would much rather drink 14 beers and, like, hang out. 
All right. You got to know that all of these examples are just like me, <laughs> just so you know. You know, you'd, you'd just much rather be hanging out with your friends and doing like weird improv shit versus writing a blog that you know you gotta be writing to get out to the world, to tell people how to be motivated. I know, I get it, I, I'm there all the time. So you skip a day of writing because you just wanna take a me day. You take a long walk to a cafe, you read the, the news or your Facebook feed for an hour while you're at the cafe, and then all of a sudden it's 8 p.m. and you didn't do any of the work that you were supposed to do today. If this sounds familiar, you're already noticing a pattern in your behavior and you need to give yourself some tactics to get back on track. My most recent favorite trick is Mel Robbins' five second rule. She counts down backwards from five and then says, blast off. It's just this, five, four, three, two, one, blast off. And then she has to go do the thing. She explains it really well in her book, The Five Second Rule, which I highly recommend. And it's a really fun read and a really fun listen. Mel is a great audiobook reader of her own audiobooks. And I know it sounds really simple, but it is actually really effective to get yourself doing the thing you gotta do. You know, cause you gotta do it. Here are some other ways to get motive when you do have some energy. Hang out with people who are doing things that you also want to be doing. I mean, the people that are succeeding at what you want to be succeeding at. Hanging around people who are kind of just piddling around and not really in your interest level, it's, it's not going to get you anywhere. It's just going to make you feel like you um, actually can't do any more than what they're doing. Hang around people that make you feel ambitious, you know? If you, if you don't know anyone, go find them. You have to go out there. You have to go find people to do this. Spend time with art forms that are totally different from what you are doing. You have to shift your perspective. You have to find different ways to look at the world. And so if you are a pianist, like the piano player that lives upstairs that is always doing their scales and playing over it, you might hear it, I don't know, in the recording. If you're this pianist who can't figure out this one particular run that they've been playing for the last month and a half, then Maybe you have to go out and listen to some punk rock for a while, like go to a live show, go do something else, or just like go to an art gallery of feminist art. I don't know. Something different. Something that's not piano. Not the exact same thing over and over again. Because why would you be motivated to do the exact same thing over and over again? Nobody is. It gets boring. Okay, here's a tough one. Try literally sitting yourself down for 25 minutes at a time for the whole day to complete a task. This is the Pomodoro method. So you have a, you set a timer, Pomodoro is like tomato, like the tomato timers. Pomodoro in Italian is tomato. Tomato in Italian is Pomodoro. So you set yourself a timer for 25 minutes and during that time, you're not allowed to look at your phone, you're not allowed to like be distracted by anything else. You have to do the work that you have planned to do for 25 solid minutes and that's it. Then you give yourself a five minute break and then you do it again until the task is done. And you must be very strict with yourself. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Sometimes you don't want to do things. I get it because most of the time I don't want to do things. Nobody wants to do things all the time. But there's no way you're going to get anything done if you don't sit down and just do the thing. So try the Pomodoro method. You can also get the productivity planner, which is based on the Pomodoro method to help you to track all of it. Very simple, very effective, and it will keep you on track 
if you dedicate yourself to this. I really have to emphasize, this all comes down to you. External influences mean absolutely nothing. If you want to do a thing, you will figure out a way to do the thing. So, try it. Okay, another way that you can keep motivated when you do have some energy is to just give yourself a strict schedule for your workday. Have your whole workday planned out. From 10.30 to 11.30, I'm going to be working on blah, blah, blah. From 11.30 to 11.45, I have a 15-minute break away from my computer. From 11.45 until 1 o'clock, I'm doing some other thing. 1 o'clock to 1.30 is lunch away from the computer. You get what I mean. This is the type of schedule that I give to myself. I time block everything. Sometimes it has to shift, and that's okay, but... At the end of the day, I can see, okay, all right, this thing actually took me significantly longer, so next time I will time block it a little bit longer. The thing that's really important in this is to block in your break time so that you have enough distance between what you're working on and um, and just your brain generally. Like, you have to get up, you have to go do the dishes, you have to walk around, I don't know, buy yourself, like, a, a snake toy. I don't know what you do with your money. That's up to you. But I I just want you to get up and do things away from your computer or away from your phone for a period of time so that you can come back and feel motivated again. It's very easy to be demotivated when you are going so hard that you don't give yourself time to pee. So you gotta pee too, okay? I believe in you. You can also hire a coach to keep yourself accountable. A coach will check in with you however often you set up calls with them, once a month, twice a month, once a week even. They're going to help you set your priorities and help you create a specific plan to get your done. And then they're going to check in with you to see if you actually did it. I think that's probably the best part is having someone else to be accountable to who's not just you. Because let's be real, when you're a creative person working on a creative thing generally on your own, unless you're lucky to have a team... You need to have somebody else helping you to stay on track. That is one very easy way to do it. There are so many great business coaches and creative coaches and life coaches out there. I mean, like, athletes have coaches. It's the same thing. You're a creative athlete. Think about it like that. Hire someone who can help you get your done. If you can't, then listen to more podcasts and be accountable to them. Or, for accountability, find a friend who's working on something similar to you and Meet up with them once a week for coffee. Give each other an update and commit to each other that you're going to complete blah, 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 blah for the next week. Just make it that simple. And finally, just remember that you're actually really great at what you do. And just because you don't feel like doing a thing today doesn't mean that you're bad at it. Don't be down on yourself. Be nice to yourself. It's easy to be demotivated when you feel like you are completely incapable of doing the thing that you thought that you could do this whole time, but actually you can't do it at all. (laughs) It's not true. Because you can do it. I know you can. I believe in you, darling. I do. Okay. Now we're going to talk about finding motivation when you actually have boundless energy and you can do whatever the hell you want to do. I'm sorry, but not sorry to be the one to tell you this, that you need to be much more strict with yourself and actually do the thing. You just do. If you notice that you're avoiding something that you really need to be doing and instead you're doing all of these low return tasks, like, I don't know, like creating an entire content plan for your comedy troupe when really what you need to be doing is starting a new comedy troupe with people that are on the same page as you, then maybe, maybe think about it like that. 
If you're noticing that you're completely avoiding writing for a specific task, maybe there's a reason why. Maybe there's something that's blocking you that you need to get out of the way, but you can't do it unless you address it. It, it isn't, it's not just about like, oh, I can't find the motivation because like you can eventually you can find it. And shout out to my fellow ADHDers. Like I understand how difficult it is to find motivation, period, let alone be at a level where I can just like put stuff out there and make it happen like day after day after day after day after day. It's not easy. It's not easy. I am a professional procrastinator and I can't like it took again, it took me forever to finally get up the nerve to do these videos. But what's blocking me? What's blocking me? It, I have to understand that before I'm able to move forward and do that. So you have to do the hard work of looking introspectively. You can do some meditation. You can do some journaling. Try to understand what it is that is actually blocking you. And be honest with yourself. Because what's blocking you is not your friend who is calling you all the time. You're, what's blocking you is not the fact that your patio has moss all over it. That is not a problem. You're not letting yourself complete this task that you absolutely need to complete for some other specific reason. But you have to do the hard work and figure out what it is before you can move forward. And that sounds harsh, but it's true. Talk to someone about it. You must give yourself no other option but to complete the task. You must. Nobody else is looking out for you except for you. Nobody's going to come and say, oh, you didn't do your assignment, so therefore you're fired. I mean, like, they might. But, like, you have to be the person that's accountable to yourself. Quick recap, in a nutshell, here's how to be motivated and how to stay motivated. First, notice when you have little bursts of energy and then act on them when you have the capacity to do so. Remember, if you're feeling depressed and just awful, you don't need to force yourself to do anything right now. You need to just work on feeling better. But do your best to notice when you have little bursts of energy to make it easier for the next phase. When you start acting on those little bursts of energy and you, you move around the house and you shower properly and you do all the things you need to do, don't give in to shiny objects. They do not have your best interests at heart. It is very easy to be distracted, especially if you've been working on a project for super long and you just don't want to do it anymore. Don't give in. Create a concrete plan for yourself and use tactics like the Pomodoro method or the productivity planner. You can also hire yourself a coach or meet up with a friend every week to be more accountable. Here's another fun one. Meditate for five minutes a day. That's what I do. And you could train yourself to slow down your brain and stop having so many scattered different thoughts. Again, shout out to my ADHD buddies. I know that's very, very difficult to do, but the five minutes a day have been helping. So there is hope. I don't know, if I do it for another 50 years, I might actually achieve nirvana. I don't know. That <laughs> probably won't. That's fine. Because I can get my stuff done now. And that's really the only reason why I'm doing it. So finally, give yourself no other option but to succeed. You're the only one in charge of this. You have to make it happen. That's the only way around it. All right, that's it. Have a great day. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Ultimate Creative Podcast. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find this show. So if you found some value in what you've heard today, please rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Okay, 
Time to go do all the things. Bye.